You're listening to You're listening to the to a Beer O'Clock the Beer O'Clock Show. You're listening to the Beer O'Clock Show. It's Beer O'Clock and this is the Beer O'Clock Show where every week we drink a beer from around the world and profiteur de sur sever delicates. My name is Mark and joining me is my frère Delonbier, Steve. Bonjour, Steve. Hi, Mark. How you Hi. doing? I'm good, thanks. You? Yeah, not too bad, thanks. Did you like my little bit of French? I did. You actually got got quite the uh, quite the accent there as well. I have no idea if the accent's right. <laughs> it's, it's, it sounded better than mine would. I tried to listen to the lady from Google, but it's, she's a robot, so who knows. Um, in case you're wondering why I'm talking Frenchy, that's because this week we put another stamp in our passport for the Six Nations beer series we're doing. And this week, quell surprise, we're doing France. <laughs> um, this week's beer is Angelus or L'Angelus Angelus, from Brasserie de Anwalin. Apologies for completely murdering that pronunciation. <laughs> um, it's a 7% blonde, and we'll be getting to that in just a little bit. It's got lepers on the yeah, brasserie lepers on the on the bottle top. Um, yeah, I'll explain all about that when we get onto the beer. <laughs> so, Stevie, how's your beery week been, buddy? It's been it's been a good one actually. One highlight, pretty much, of of the week, which was um, I was I was in Leeds last week and headed straight to the North Bar for my normal pint of Cannonball, um, <laughs> only to be told by the young lady behind the bar that it wasn't on when I got oh. there. You can imagine my shock and horror <laughs> just kind of stood there not knowing what to do with myself. And it, it wasn't until um, a few of the lads from Leeds, so um, Cy at Leeds Beards Beer... <laughs> oh, let's try that one again. Cy at Leeds Beer Wolf, um, Rob from Hopzine and Kolu Leeds Gareth um, came to my rescue. They were out in Leeds because there was a, a new brewery being launched, um, the Whippet. Uh, brewery was being launched they were at that they came to my rescue they found another bar that was selling cannonball in in leeds and we um proceeded to pretty much drink the place dry of their (laughs) stocks of cannonball so so yeah well and truly cannonballed last week that that that's pretty much all i've got to report beer wise this week um what what about yourself oh god i can't remember actually having anything let me just let me just check my untapped because i'm not prepared at all as usual um i had um, Pamplemousse. I had my last one of those. Is that how you pronounce it? Pamplemousse. Yes. Pamplemousse. Yeah, I had my last one of those. Um, probably had an extra one. And we recorded. Um, we recorded a little special episode of something that will be coming out in a couple of weeks. Uh, we did. Shall I mention what it was, just for the sake of saying well, that I actually drank some beer? <laughs> well, we we can. I think we can probably tell people yes because they okay. know we're doing the series now. <laughs> so I had a Duval and I had a Duval triple hop, um, but otherwise I've been kind of I've been kind of staying off the beer in between shows because, like I sent you a text last week, much to your intense excitement, is that. A lot of the beers I've been having lately are just tasting a bit samey, and, and you acted like 
you know, your firstborn and become a man. Well, well, it is. Yeah, you're you're kind of stealing my lead news story here. But (laughs) yeah, um, I I think that 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 was last week's off air breaking news that um, I I think the phrase that um, has been used in the past is palate collapse. Um, I, th- I think you've got you've reached a point where basically um, the beers that you're drinking aren't enough anymore, and and you now need to um, step up a level, mate. You need to start going to some bigger and bolder flavors. Yeah, of which you mentioned straight off the triple IPAs and shit. Because... I don't think I went straight for a triple IPA. <laughs> I may have suggested double IPAs and certainly some impy stouts and that sort of thing will, will certainly help set you straight. <laughs> Yeah, so that's basically it. I'm I'm sure I'll get into some more in the next week or so. We're we're heading out for a bit this week, so I'll get some under the belt. You seemed seemed to do well with the duvel when when we were when we were drinking that on yeah. on the weekend. So they had enough flavours for me to be able to pick them up. Yes, um, but that show's coming out in a couple of weeks, folks. So you can get it then. I'm not going to go into any more details. Stevie, do you have any news, buddy? Of course. Here's your pips. Beep 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 la beep la beep la beep. <laughs> you can't just put la in front of things <laughs> and and make it French. Um, okay, this week's big news, other than your case of palate collapse, um, the Magic Rock Tap is opening um, this Saturday, the twentieth of June, um, to the um, wide applause of the beery world on Twitter. Um, opening Thursday, Friday, Saturday and Sunday Thursday and Friday from 4 till 10 Saturday from 12 till 10 Um, if you want to find out more details about it I don't think it's got its own website yet but it has got its own Twitter feed at Magic Rock Tap Um, you can follow them and find out all the details about where it is and all those sorts of bits so that that was probably the week's biggest news so do you think Uh, they're going to have all of their beers on tap? I think they'll have all of their beers on oh, to cool. all the magic, all the time. All, all the magic and all the rock. Yes, yes. I, I think, I'm guessing that they'll probably do um, something similar to other tap houses. So if you compare them to, um, say, like Beavertown, for, for instance, I think what you'll probably get is you'll get a core offering on every week. And then if they're doing any specials, they'll they'll do the specials in and out around that. So pretty much guarantee you'll get... Um, Ringmaster, Highwire, Cannonball, um, probably Salty Kiss, probably Rapture, being their five core beers. What they do, Dark Arts as well, will probably always be on. And then I think they'll be rotating the others in in and out because obviously they're increasing the capacity that they're going to be able to brew at the new facility as well. Cool. So okay. exciting times, indeed. Um, also in this week's news, um, Indie Man Beer Con, who we featured a few weeks, the tickets went on sale a few weeks, um, have set record sales uh, this year. Three of the six sessions have already sold out. Um, 4,000 tickets have been sold in total, and the popular Saturday night slots sold out within six and a half hours. Um, so Indie Man doing really well on the ticket sales this year. Really good to see that. Um, tickets are still available for the Thursday night and the Sunday session, as well as the trade session on on Friday daytime. So if you do um, want to get some Indie Man action, um, get in while there's still tickets available. IndieManBeerCon.co.uk. Um, and then just because it has been a while since we've had as much BrewDog news 
as there has been in the past week, I'm now going to dedicate almost a whole nother new set new section to um, to Brewdog. So here we go. Um, first up, they've announced they are launching a site in America. So this is part of what the Equity for Punks was going to fund. Um, they are opening a hundred barrel brew house um, 40, in forty two acres of land, which will host Brewdog's U.S. offices, a visitor center, craft beer restaurant, and tap room. Um, all this is going to be in Columbus, Ohio. Um, they plan to employ over 100 people at the site, looking to launch five flagship bars in the U.S. to coincide with it. And alongside this, as if getting every last penny out of the European punters isn't enough for them, they have also launched Equity for Punks USA. So people in the States can now um, get own a little piece of BrewDog. So that's the first piece of BrewDog news. Now... Hold on to your craft pants. Here come a whole <laughs> load of announcements of BrewDog stuff. So these are the bar updates. This is what's going on with all of their new things. Um, a second bar for Aberdeen, a new venture called Shuffle Dog, which is going to be a draft-only BrewDog bar decked out with four amazing shuffleball tables, vintage arcade games, and pinball machines. That's going to be in Leeds. Dog Tap, which is currently their tap house, which is up at Ellen. They are looking to expand that to smaller cities across the UK. The next generation of dog taps will sell only Brewdog beer. Um, more bottle dogs in Edinburgh and Glasgow. A place called Dog House, which is a restaurant, which is going into Glasgow. Dog Eat Dog in Islington. Now, interestingly, it's now back to Dog Eat Dog. It was Dog Eat Dog. <laughs> then it was a Brewdog bar. Then it wasn't. And now it is again. It's now, So Dog Eat Dog is going to be hot dogs and amazing craft beers will be in Islington, London in the near future. And then finally, a thing called... Oh, no, not finally. There's more. Um, a thing called the Newington Fix, which is an artis, artis, artisan coffee and beer bar which will showcase um, coffee during the day and beer of an evening. That will be in Edinburgh. In addition to that, they've announced that the Sour Beer facility is going to be up and running very soon in Ellen. And they are also opening a distillery to start making spirits. And they're doing more collaborations. Um, one of the most interesting ones from the list is that they are working with Beavertown on a collaboration. So Ooh. it'll be interesting to see what that is all about. Okay, so that's the end of this week's news, and now on to this week's hop topic. So before we get into this week's question, let's have a little look at the feedback from last week. Again, Martin Oates is loving this section. He's been <laughs> the most regular contributor in the three weeks that we've been doing this. So at MJPO007, Martin Oates, make sure you give him a follow if you're not already. Um, his view on Lidl's stocking craft beer was simply good stuff. I, I guess that means that he agrees with the availability of beer. Um, and then also getting involved this week was at Philip J. Kelly. Um, again, another regular um, listener to the show. He said that it very much depends on the stock and what that stock tastes like. The price alone won't make him buy the beer. So some, okay. some interesting views there. Um, I also have to say that neither of those and also Miles got involved as well and and said about the celebrity endorsement thing. Most people were with you that they didn't even know who the guy was. So um, <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the old, only fuddy-duddy who doesn't know who any pop stars Yeah. Are. So this week, right, I've got three potentials for Hot Topic this week, mate. Give okay. me a number between one and three. Two. Okay, so going <laughs> with 
number two. Sit right on the fence, why don't you? Um, this was actually a suggestion um, by Martin Oates as, as well. So it's, it's good to see that the listener is getting involved as well in suggesting hot topics for us. Um, would German-style beer gardens work in the UK? Um, yes. The thing yes. I like about German-style beer gardens is I assume the staff bring you the beer. They certainly do at Oktoberfest. I, I believe so. And I, I think what Martin was getting at, because I have to confess to going back to him and pleading a little bit of ignorance and saying, exactly what do you mean? Um, so big outside areas, big long tables that are very much communal tables mm-hmm. uh, where you're very much encouraged to chat to other people that are sat around the table with you. Um, would that sort of style of beer drinking work in, in the UK? And, I think it's probably safe to say that if if you've ever been to somewhere like the Beaver Town Tap House on a Saturday, it's very much what they're aspiring to be. They've got the big tables. I mean, you saw when we went down for the um, the Brooklyn event down there, mate. They've got big tables outside. It's very much yeah. a communal area. So I think we're beginning to see it in some of the tap houses. But would it work for the craft beer bar, so to speak? See, my issue with it is... Being an unsociable bastard, I don't like the idea of communal tables and people talking to me that I don't know. <laughs> so I don't know if the you know English people are a little more reserved, at least down south, maybe up north they're a little more open and friendly. You know they talk to each other at bus stops and stuff up north. I hear on the grapevine, whereas down south it's not a done thing. Um, I don't know. That's all I can say. I I th- think it sounds like a good idea. I like the idea of open spaces, you know, long tables, the, the atmosphere that would come from it. Because I've been in Bav- Bavarian bars before. I've been to Oktoberfest, and I love the atmosphere that's all around it and everything like that. So I think it sounds like a good idea, but whether that communal aspect would take off, or if I am I just being the lone sourpuss in the craft beer scene? <laughs> doesn't want to talk well, to well let's let, let's see shall we so 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 let us know what you think uh about this week's hop topic by tweeting us using the hashtag hop topic um and let us know if you you think german style beer gardens would work here in the uk and also if you want to suggest a hop topic as well just again use the hashtag hop topic and and let us know what you want us to ask our thousands of listeners now steve you didn't answer the question do you think it could take off I host this segment, mate. I don't. Have to answer <laughs> um, I, I, I think, I think they could actually. Um, like, like I say, I think, I think there are some examples where you've already got very similar sorts of things. So, the the, the Beaver Town um, Tap House is is one that springs to mind. Um, Mother Kelly's. I don't, I don't think you've made it to Mother Kelly's yet, but it, that is very much like that outside. Um, Indie Man that at the fe- I know it's slightly different because it's a festival but Indie Man is very like that as well so you're looking at long tables people sitting down sharing drinks with one another I I, I think it, it could work in the right place but I, I agree with what you're saying that the English culture isn't generally one that lends itself to talking to strangers 
Um, it does in some parts of the country, as again, as you say. And, and again, you, you know, from the listener point of view, if you're listening to this and you're up north, you're probably thinking, what do you mean you don't talk to each other down there? <laughs> and if you're listening to us from down south, then you might be questioning why these strange northerners keep coming up to you and talking to you when you stood at a bus stop. Um, but I, I think it would work. But I, I think the environment has got to be right. The bar has got to be right. Um, and, and I think most importantly, the beer that's being served at, at the bar has got to be right as well. Indeedy. Right, let's get into this week's beer, buddy. Let's do it. Before it gets too warm. Um, as I said at the top of the show, this is Langelis, Le, 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 apostrophe Angelus, Angelus, from... I don't, I don't think you pronounce the apostrophe, mate. <laughs> just, just point that out. From the Brasserie Danowelen. You pronounced the, it really well at the beginning. The Anwalen. Yeah, that will do. Of Vermont. 7% ABV. Brasilia à la Chapelle de Amentiers dans le nord de la France. There we go. And it's got lepers on the bottle top. Okay, so why we're getting this into the glasses. The brewery was... Originally founded in 1901 by Auguste Mesh. Um, so it's got more than a century's worth of tradition behind it that's been passed down from generation to generation. Um, Charles Bertrand and Lepers, who are now the people that own the um, brewery, offer a wide range of craft beers that all, ref- that all respect the, the old art of brewing. Um, so... The um, brewery itself was in the family estate of Anna Lolin and Enoli and oh shit at French, I really am right. Okay, so the brewery itself has been in the family estate of Anna Lynn, um, the and, and recently moved into the municipality of La Chapelle de Armentieres. Um, so that basically now gives them space to be able to have a shop, brewery tours, tasting room, that sort of thing. Um, what we should be expecting from this beer is, is good aromas, colors, um, that, uh, work really well with the aromas, um, and that help to, to, to bring along the flavors. Um, and that we are looking for a little bit of spice in here as, as well. Mm-hmm. If, if you're wondering why I'm a little bit umming and ahhing, this is because basically it was a very bad translation from their um, <laughs> website. Um, it was because uh, their website's completely in French. Um, so I've had to use the uh, Google Translate on this one. Um, so let's shall we just stop talking about the brewery and drink the bloody beer. Yeah, let's get into it. So lovely aroma of it. Fruity straight out the bottle. Yep. That lovely continental yeast smell coming through. A little bit of a, little bit of a wheaty aroma to it. Mhm. As as well. Lovely colour. Slight bubbles. Yep. Anyway, enough. Let's get into it. Cheers, pal. Cheers, or whatever the French version of cheers is. Cheers. Le cheers. That's very sweet. Um, malty and sweet, I, I would say. Like a sweet caramel biscuit. Um, yeah, with a hint of apricot in there. 
for me. Like an apricot cream type. Yeah. Like I, I of, think that's a good call, actually. A yeah. Of, mix of apricot and sugars in there. Yeah, I, I was. I was probably thinking it's a bit syrupy. Yeah. Um, but now you say apricot sugars, that that's probably the syrupiness that that comes from it. That's yeah. that's a really great shout, actually, mate. I, I don't think you need to worry, worry about your palate <laughs> and, anymore. I think you're fine. Um. Slightly dry. Lovely, like like you're saying, there's kind of a caramel biscuitiness at the very base of it. Um, and very very slightly bitter as well, but not not overly so. I'm I'm getting hardly any bitterness from it. It's it's a very sweet finish. It's for, mm -hmm. for me, it's a the, the finish is um, one that's very reminis reminiscent of a barley wine. It, it's got that kind of syrupy, big soft sweet finish to it and again i'm getting a slightly white wine nose on it as well yeah yeah there are there are there's definitely some floral hints in there in coming coming through from the the yeast and the flavors that are in there um balanced with those malts and the sweetness um it's a very enjoyable beer i mean it's uh seven percent and um very it's, easy for 7%. It hides that ABV very well. Yeah. Um, I, I wouldn't have thought that. Because sometimes you can taste the the strength in a beer. Mm -hmm. This this isn't. This is very well balanced. It's 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 very quaffable. Um, it's a very enjoyable beer, this. Yeah. And can I say before I forget, you can get this beer. I don't know if anywhere else has it, but Beautiful Beers, who give us a 10% discount code for our listeners, has this in stock. So go in and check that out. Rene will will sort you out. I'll check out all the other beers and make sure that you know the money's worth it. And ten percent discount code is on our website, so um, get to it. But th this is very refreshing. This this would be a nice summer beer, I think. Maybe at the end of an you know a long summer's day as it's getting into evening. Yeah. It's it's very gassy, very as, gassy. as as well. Um, I. I've, I've found that um, I, I think it's I, I think it, it it's a, it's a really interesting beer actually I've, I've I've got to say it's I was I was a little bit apprehensive about doing this one tonight um, but it's that the, the flavours are just re working really well in there for me yeah this would be a nice beer to have with something that like a chicken pastry type type meal i think chicken pie well it can be a pie it can be chicken wrapped in pastry it could be something like that i didn't want to go straight for the pie because that's not quite as classy as this beer deserves but yeah it'll be go really well with a nice chicken chicken gravy pie i think i think it just it, it would just work really well with a chicken dish of, of any, any sorts i think i think the, the flavors in there would balance very very well um it's, uh, it's it's actually a really fascinating beer because it's it, it when it first came out it was it was quite lively and carbonated that died off really quickly and and, and gave way and almost as well that for me it feels like the colors changed as I've as, as I've gone down it, it it started off quite dark it's 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 lightening a little bit now mm -hmm. um, as as we're getting towards what I mean that that might just be the change in light in the room, but the flavours are changing as well. So that that multi caramel biscuit is there and it's it's there throughout, 
Um, and, and like you say, you know, that apricot syrupness in there um, is, it gives it such a nice finish. But there's almost no bitterness to, to, to speak of in, in there for me. It's it's just such an easy finish. And and it's one that, like you say, you could very, very well find yourself drinking a few of these. And I think you'd know about it. Um, it'd sneak up on you. Yeah. And as it's getting to the bottom, it's really filling the glass with a with a boozy aroma. You can really start smelling the alcohol coming through, along with that mm-hmm. Venice white wine. There's another great call on the white wine as well, mate. But like you're saying, that it is a fascinating beer because it's it's got that lovely refreshingness of a golden beer, a blonde. But with that kind of fruity, that French Belgian yeast flavours coming in as well, but not overpowering. Does... I was going to say that that's not too overpowering, though. No, that's that's just really a hint nice. in the background, isn't it? Yeah, um, it's not sour like a saison. It's got a lovely, really faint maltiness cut, cutting through it. It's not too bitter. There's hardly any bitterness in it at all, actually. But it's got a really Nice, mild dryness at the end. It's it's quite a, a fulfilling beer, really. This is, you know, it ticks a lot of boxes and it ticks them in the right way. I think. I guess it's Dr. very in the right much order. so. Yeah, yeah. Um, there is a second version of this as well on the Beautiful Beers website. Um, no, there isn't. It's just a bigger bottle. That's that's <laughs> yeah. that's all. It, it's got a foil <laughs> top to it. So, um, as as Mark said, if if you want to give this a try, it's it's, it's on beautiful beers um, for the thirty three um, cl bottle that we're drinking here tonight. It's two ninety five. So it's it's actually a steal uh, at that cost. Or you can knock yourself out and get yourself a big seventy five cl <laughs> bottle for five ninety five. Uh, and remember, there's a ten percent discount on that as well. So why not? Yeah. Um, Give this a go, actually, because I think it's, uh, it's, a, it's a very enjoyable beer, and I don't think you'll be disappointed. Yeah, and um, like a lot of smaller retailers, beautiful, I mean, not to promote beautiful beers too much, although Renee's been really great in giving us a discount code and everything, but check out this selection, because they do charge six ninety five postage, I think, you know, which is pretty typical for online retailers, especially the smaller ones. Yeah, it's about um, average. But check out the other selections. He has a great range of European beers. He has some American ones in there. Um, beers from Sussex, if you, um, not Sussex, Suffolk, if you want to check that region out. Um, homebrew supplies as well, if you if you need <laughs> if you need to stock up, <laughs> because he's a keen homebrewer as well. So um, you get in there, just make sure you get your money's worth from it, because you know ten percent off a two ninety five beer with a seven quid postage is not the great best deal, but fill your box up. Basically, he has gift baskets and stuff as well. If you want to, but and, other, and, other... and con- considering that we're we're, we're going to be releasing the um the, the next in the revisited series next week, which is a a, a Duvel double beer. Um, while you're there, you may as well throw a th- throw Duvel in your basket as well, and also the triple hot. Yeah. Um, be, because we we might have just sneakily reviewed that as well in <laughs> in with the Duvel revisited show. Yeah, and he does stock the Duvel triple hop, so. Get into it. Alrighty. Any any closing remarks about this? What I'm going to say is a great beer. Um, 
No, it's you're right. It's it's a great beer. It's been a real surprise for me. Um, my experience of French beers is very much limited to those little stubby bottles that you get in Morrison's or Tesco's, and you get about you get about twenty four of them for about four quid. Um, that that's where my experience of drinking French beer starts and stops. Um, this has kind of opened up a whole new world um, for for me, and I know I've been been quite lucky recently where I've been going to the um, the Essex Bottle Shares as well. That one of the chaps has been bringing along um, some beers from France as well that he's been picking up. So there are some really good good beers being brewed in France right now. Um, a, a lot, I think, a lot of people overlook them because they think, oh. France, it's wine country and and all the rest of it. But actually, the, the, the guys can brew beer as well. Indeedy. So I'm just tapping in. <laughs> right, mate. Do we have, as we're winding the show slowly down, an Instagram of the week? Am I ever going to say no to that question, do you think? <laughs> um of course there is mate um this week there were a few in contention with me uh for me should i say um that the guys that get involved in the um instagram of the week over on instagram um have kind of sussed now that it it's just got to be something that just instantly attracts my eye every week there's no formula to it i'm not looking for anything specific it's just going to be the one picture that i'm instantly attracted to so um this week's huge box of nothing <laughs> goes to a um regular contributor previous winner time and time again um plim sean um for this picture of uh barrel age daydream oh that's nice um the, the the colors just work on it beautifully uh it's all blue and orange um that's up on um our instagram feed now it's linked through to in the show notes um get involved post a picture on instagram use the hashtag cheers guys and you too could be in a chart in with a chance of winning your very own big box of nothing <laughs> indeedy okay and we have um before we wind up we have a, a little announcement to make. we do um very pleased to offer yet another fantastic supplier to our growing list of beer suppliers who offer our listeners a discount so um if you are into your craft beers and if you are into your coffee this is going to be the one for you. Bottle and Bean have joined our list of discount suppliers. You can get 10% off of any beer order, off of any coffee order, or off of any combined beer and coffee order from Bottle and Bean. Details are now up on the website. Um, you can look through on the Season 7 beer list and scroll down to the bottom and you'll see the image for Bottle and Bean and the discount code, click through and get your orders in. Um, it's quite a unique little setup that Bottle of Bean have got. They do regular live tastings on the internet for both the coffee and the beer. So um, why not take advantage of that 10% offer there that they're giving our listeners? Yeah, big thanks to those guys. Um, you can also get your beers from Ales by Mail, Beautiful Beers and Ebria, who all now offer a 10% discount to Beer O'Clock Show listeners. Or for Ebria, get 10 quid off your first membership box if you want to sign up to their membership scheme. Um, check out all the details on our Season 7 beer list. 
page on the website. And also, do not forget to subscribe to the Beer O'Clock Show newsletter. On the on the website, on the right-hand side, is the box. Chuck your email address in and press subscribe. Uh, we will only ever email you when a new episode is out. And we sometimes throw in a little bit of extra at the bottom. Um, that's it. We don't spam you. We don't sell your details to anyone else. It's a great way to not have to worry about iTunes, especially if you don't do iTunes and if you don't do Stitcher and all that kind of stuff. Stevie, what's coming up next week, mate? Mate, it's it, it's the highlight of my season <laughs> next week. These these are the shows that I've now gone on record many times to say are very much turning out to be my favourite show every season. It's the homebrew special, um, and mate, what a <laughs> yes, lineup I we know. have got for for next week. I. I've got to share this now. I can't wait wait for next week. So we've got three fantastic homebrewers coming on with us next week. Um, we have got um, Ollie Watts. You can find him on Twitter at Ollie, O-L-I, simply that. Um, he also has a micro brewery account. I think it's at Watts Brew Co. But if you, if you follow at Ollie, it's linked through in his, his bio. He has brewed a traditional English bitter for mm. us. Now, I'm really looking forward to this because Ollie has worked really hard to get the recipe just right. Um, and brewing an English bitter is apparently quite hard to do it well. And, and do it at home as well. When he mentioned it, the other brewers were like really excited about the yes. idea of him doing yeah. the bitter. So, so we've got Ollie coming on with his with his good old fashioned English um, bitter. We have got Ben Vickers coming on, on who can be found on Twitter at Hoptomaniac. He has presented us with a salted pineapple wit. Ooh. Yes. If really interesting beers, and if, if that wasn't enough to get your beery juices flowing, um, Rich Cooler, at our cooler on Twitter, has provided us with, and get this, this is a homebrew, <laughs> an oaked Merlot old age with Brett Brotois. Wow, it's just like, <laughs> my word, talk about the homebrewers have seriously up their game for the homebrew special. I cannot wait to get into those beers, mate. I am really looking forward to yeah. next week's show. Indeed, I'm going to be having a late start on Tuesday, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I might book a work from home day now, just in preparation. <laughs> but like you were saying, the homebrew specials have quickly become the host favourites for us. Um, every every season when we have one, it's just... I don't know whether they were, they're watching each other and just trying to up the game from the previous one but they're always they're such good fun and such great beers every time it's amazing it's 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 great stuff and and you know we're really appreciative that the guys obviously they put the time into brewing this stuff and then they send them to us as well uh, obviously a uh, cost to themselves and we make sure all the beers get distributed but yeah it's really great to have these guys on and just listening to the passion that they have for beer and um, just to give next season's homebrew special a bit of a trowel now as well, um, we're, we're bringing back people that have been on earlier homebrew shows to come on and have another go uh, again <laughs> next season. So we've got kind of an all-star lineup um, planned for November, but let's let's not overshadow next week's too much. But um, if you like the homebrew shows, next week's going to be fantastic, and November's going to be amazing. Yeah, and next November's lot. I don't care if that you've been on before you. You best get working. Absolutely, <laughs> they're they're going to have to go some to to beat what's been been presented for next week. Yeah, 
You can find us online at beeroclockshow.co.uk, on Twitter at beeroclockshow, on Instagram at beeroclockshow, on Untapped at beeroclockshow. Steve, I'm on Untapped at beershowmark and on Twitter at beershowmark. Right, I think that's about it, mate. A lovely beer from the Brasserie de Anwilin. I think that's what we're going with, yeah. Yeah, It was was a really nice beer. Enjoyed that, thoroughly enjoyed that. And next week, obviously the homebrew special. And until then, buddy... It's been the highlight of my week. And mine. (laughs) Bye-bye.